Hey, Chirocasters, Dr. Drew Rubin here. Just wanted to say thank you to all my listeners. Um, it's the day before Thanksgiving, so this is such an amazing time to feel that thankful feeling. And just wanted to say thank you to my sponsors, Preferred Chiropractic Doctor or PCD, now you know, and Chirorite. Uh, it's very gratifying to be able to produce this podcast week after week, going 260-something episodes um, and knowing that we have so many listeners and such support from our sponsors is really kind of cool. And now, here's the podcast. Being in practice for almost 30 years, you know, next year will be my 30-year uh, reunion here at Life University. Um, I have seen so much change in what's happening to our kids. You know, um, When I was in practice back in 1989, the number one reason why I saw a kid was what? Ear infections, right. And now I'm seeing that for all this other stuff, right? Um, I, I've had a number of kids uh, and adults uh, talk to me and come in lately with some form of seizure disorder. Uh, and here's from the CDC uh, last year. More Americans have epilepsy than ever before. Uh, at least 3.4 million people living with a disorder, um, which is a, a massive increase. Uh, Epilepsy is at an all-time high uh, now. And that's fascinating because I just didn't see this much when I first you know, started in practice. And then this is another huge thing, Lyme disease. Uh, I am getting child after child after child with Lyme disease. Lyme disease used to be something that was like you got it if you were in Connecticut or New Jersey or maybe California. Uh, and now, like here's a study that talks about um, historically concentrated in Pennsylvania and New England states, Lyme disease has been detected in each of the 50 states and the District of Columbia. Outside the Northeast, California, Florida, states not historically associated with significant rates of Lyme disease, so the largest absolute increases in positive Lyme disease test results. Notable increases, look at this, observed in Georgia, Arizona, Ohio, Texas, Tennessee, and Virginia. This is why I'm seeing so many kids with Lyme disease. Right? It, this is not made up stuff. And, and I get people all the time telling me, the doctor said it was in my head, it really can't be Lyme disease, but it, it is Lyme disease. Lyme, and what happens with Lyme disease, you know, you used to think of Lyme disease where you, get, you have a tick bite, it's definitely a tick, you see the bullseye, and then they pull the tick off and they test it and it, it's positive for Lyme, right? But that's not what's happening nowadays. Nowadays kids are getting Lyme disease who are not getting bit by ticks, A, because now they're finding that mosquitoes or other vectors can actually transmit it, or B, they're getting bit by ticks, but the tick is not causing a tick-like reaction. So you think it's just a regular bug bite and think nothing of it and don't do anything about it and then later on develop Lyme disease. And Lyme disease, what it's, it's doing is it's creating an autism-like episode in these kids. So now instead of the, you're just having like these you know, aches and pains and joint issues and whatever, now you're getting these really weird like uh, these, these weird tics in some kids, or these weird anxieties in some kids, uh, uh, these OCD tendencies in some kids. So it's fascinating what's happening you know, these days and stuff that I've just never you know, heard of before. And same thing with epilepsy. Epilepsy used to be like, uh, or seizure disorders, used to be either you, you have epilepsy or you don't, right? And maybe you'll have febrile seizures, you'll see kids who have fevers and they get a seizure when they're little, really little and they grow out of it. But now I'm not seeing that. Now I'm seeing kids who are totally fine developing seizures. Uh, I'm seeing adults who are totally fine developing seizures out of nowhere. 
you know, where is all this stuff, you know, coming from? Um, here's the next thing, is tongue tie. I just talked about this in my advanced technique class. Uh, tongue tie, 400% increase in the last 10 years. 400% increase. When I first graduated, we did not even discuss tongue tie in chiropractic school. It was not even a topic for even a, even a, a passing by. But now, if you don't, if you're in the pediatrics and you don't talk about tongue tie, you're missing a huge portion. So like we had a new baby yesterday. First thing I did is look in that kid's mouth. We have a new baby coming in tomorrow. First thing we do is look at that kid's mouth, right? Because this is, these are just getting more and more and more prevalent. So, so what I, to, to be a pediatric chiropractor, like back when I first graduated, all you got to do is like adjust the spine and that's it. Now you've got to know a lot more stuff to really be a, a pediatric chiropractor because you have to just know all these other things. And I'm telling you, you can't just stop at this, right? You can't just learn this and leave. You gotta keep on because this stuff keeps on coming and new stuff's gonna keep on coming you know, down the pike. Here's another thing, the trends in depression. Adolescence uh, and, uh, and a young adult uh, depression. Um, it says here, uh, there's a, a statistical uh, increase in depression from 8.7% to 11.3% in adolescents and 886 to 9.6% in young adults in depression in the last bunch of years, right? Why is this happening? More than one in 20 US children and teens have anxiety or depression. The decline of play, I think this is an interesting article, I can't wait to read the whole thing. The decline of play and rise of children's mental disorders. I think that's very interesting. Uh, there's a book out there called Nature Deficit Syndrome and they're, they're suggesting that a lot of the issues that we have with our kids today is because they have what they call, N, what these guys are calling NDD, or Nature Deficit Syndrome, where kids, they don't have recess, they don't go outside for lunch, you just sit in a closed room like this with no windows, never going outside, never playing, never getting those dopamine releases, and then they're wondering how come our kids are, are you know, misbehaving and malperforming, right? And it's not any wonder you know, to me, really. And then the rising epidemic of anxiety in children and teens. 25% uh, of 13 and 18-year-olds have mild to moderate anxiety. That's just amazing. Amazing numbers. And this is stuff that we never saw before, right? And the thing I want you guys to take home from this is to, like I just said, be, we have to be prepared, right? Be prepared. As, as a pediatric chiropractor, this is why not only should you take ICPA or ICA or other kind of pediatric classes, right, to get you familiar, you need to keep on top of the literature, constantly searching, get yourself on litserves that will constantly feed you articles about different things. You know, find some of your favorite journals, get yourself on litserves, because you, you just gotta keep on getting this information sent to you to keep on top of stuff, because otherwise, people are gonna, come, are gonna come in and say, oh yeah, my kid has pandas, you ever hear that before? And if you don't know pandas, which is pediatric autoimmune neurologic disorder associated with strep, if you don't know that this is a thing, you look kinda dumb, right? So you gotta be on top of all these things <clears throat> because there's always, these, there's always new things coming up. <clears throat> this pandas thing is, a, is similar to Lyme where kids will be totally fine and they get a strep infection and then all of a sudden they have OCD tendencies and tick tendencies and these, all these behavioral issues. And this is the stuff that's coming down the pike, right? So we've talked about so many different things this quarter you know, so far, but these are just more things to, to, to whet your appetite for never ending research. Right? Tony Robbins talks about CANI, C-A-N-I, constant and never-ending improvement. 
Well, I call it CANR, is constant, never-ending research. You've got to keep on researching all the time, constantly looking, constantly scouring the different things, finding all the different new stuff, and being on top of it, because those are the kids that are going to be coming into your office, and it looks a lot better for you when someone comes into your office and you know what they're talking about uh, than for you to have to run and look at Wikipedia and figure it out in between 